whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. So, y'all, it's been a while since I actually did an episode. Uh, comic books, pornography in the Bible was the last one. And we're starting up a new count. Uh, episode four. Doing the relational safe spaces. Bringing on board. First time an ongoing collaborator, Karen Sims. You can read all about her in the text. So, we're diving into our absolutes. Absolute. Part one of relational safe spaces. Um, we had me up here before with people talking about relationships. I think this time, though, with this person here today, uh, <laughs> you have a pleasant surprise. <laughs> okay? Especially dealing with the subject of absolutes are the absolute. Um, for me, coming out of the gate, there was a gentleman that once said, some call him a gentleman, some call him a man, some call him God, that once said that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So many religious folks have taken that to be an absolute, that there's absolute truth and that absolute truth sets you free from God knows what. However, in saying that, let's address the subject of truth and relationships first of all. Uh, and those things have to be absolute. So here we want to entertain Karen Sims' thought when it comes to being open and transparent and speaking what we all love to hear from other people, truth. And when it comes to relationships, it doesn't have to be absolute. Uh, I'm going to let y'all know that we already had this kind of conversation before. <laughs> so I'm just re-recording it because she's kind of like one of the special people. And her, our first professional endeavor together, and I'm giving her props because she's a special person. And ways you're yet about to discover. <laughs> Truth in relationships of transparency. Where where on that spectrum of truth and transparency would you see it to be an absolute? Well, first, thank you, Alfred, for um, your invitation um, and just continued collaboration for all of the things that we're doing. Um, that spectrum continues to change. And um, yes, there are certain things that are absolute, but I I love the title, I love the topic that we're discussing today because um, each day we evolve just a little bit and that should also move the spectrum in our personal lives. It may not move the needle for anybody else around us, but every day we get a new day to be a different, hopefully better version of ourselves. As we're talking specifically about relationships, um, that could go 
so many different ways and I often say that we've got many possibilities but the point of change is this when we think about transparency and truth um, uh, who is that Jack Nichols who often said you can't handle the truth um, and so hopefully we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that but a lot of times we hide our personal truth specifically when it comes to um, relationships because we're trying to answer all the right answers to get to the door prize behind door number three uh, on that let's make a deal. And, and doing that let's make a deal type thing you bring up there uh, in game show terms people usually lose because they choose a safe space. That's the other side of this relational safe spaces. So, so when speaking about in truth and sharing in relationships are we going to be more open to cashing out with a immediate prize or be more open to seeing what's behind door number one, two, or three, which may not necessarily be a safe space when it comes to truth and transparency. But we won't know till we choose. The safe option is always, let's cash out. Especially when let's make a deal. <laughs> Money talks. Fear walks. That's the truth. Um, and I think one of the things that you hit the nail on the head, the risk takers are going to take it a little bit further. The ones that want to keep it safe. And sometimes a safe space becomes a hiding place. And so, you know, we, we got to be conscious of the fact of, yes, there are safe places. Nobody wants to hurt, especially when we're talking about relationships and all of the different things that go on, uh, whether we're doing face-to-face dating, online dating. There's so many variations now that, you know, many of our uh, more seasoned traditional dating folks will probably be like, I don't want to do that. But the more risk that you are willing to take, it's not so much that you always have to be outside of that safe space that you've created for yourself, but how does anybody get in if it's Fort Knox up in there? So that's a really, really big point of the risk takers usually get the bigger prize. So we got to think of it like that. Okay, so let's jump off of the personal. Let's dive over to the uh, professional side, sure. whether it's business on business, whether it's this so-called entrepreneurial spirit that's flooding our world called the COVID-19 whether it's a mom and pop store, let's 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 take it even more, make it even simpler than that. We're in Walmart, and Walmart line is long. And it's the end of the day. You, like, I just want to get my stuff and go home. And you happen to finally make it through the self checkout system, be ready to go nowadays. And you get there, and the register ain't working right. And you look around, and five other people got the attention of the cashier monitoring this thing. By then, if you're like me, you're kind of frustrated, really pissed off, but you're trying to smile. And all of a sudden, you find yourself with a person behind you that wants to have a conversation. All you want to do is go. Mm-hmm. On a professional, semi-impersonal level where you're doing business with their business, but you got a person that wants to develop some type of short friendship in the grocery line that might be a potential client for whatever you're doing, how do you handle that? You know, the customer is always right. Um, And if we think of everyone as our customer, sometimes that will allow us to have the correct temperament to not brush anybody off. But again, transparency has to show up there. You know, brother, sister, thanks so much for this engagement. You know, I really just want to get out this store so that I can have my cup of coffee, uh, get my bubble bath and maybe glass of wine and, and keep it moving. So I think transparency still is relevant in those situations. We try to be empathetic to the people who are around us, but life is real. 
And most people, I think now, especially because of the pandemic and COVID-19, we get it. Like we want to go back to those areas that are, you know, our safe place or our home base so that we can regroup and maybe come out and try again with a, a better disposition on the next day. Now, suppose you have, I think Steve Harvey or someone said he's played off other people's words. You have this crazy vision, and you're working your job, and a second job, and a third job, and you start talking about it to different people. But you can see things coming together, and the first thing out of that mouth is, "Well, how much money are you making on that thing?" It, it, you first of all, you've already invited them in, and in their mind, all they see is, especially on this time we're living in now, is ting 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 ting. Yeah. But, this, take it for granted. This is the person that you feel confident enough about, comfortable enough with to share your vision. And they're going to chop you off with how much money are you making on that thing? Mm. So it's a couple of things that kind of showed there. And, and um, I consider myself uh, a dreamer's midwife. Um, and, and part of that is because some, sometimes we need somebody to come alongside us and, and help us for knowing what vitamins to take, what things do we need to do to make sure that this dream gets birthed healthy. And oftentimes, you know, when a woman is pregnant her first trimester, she usually doesn't tell anybody about it because everybody's got an opinion on should you even be pregnant? Should you even be going forth? You already got too many kids. So if we go into these business terms, didn't you just do something last year? Why are you trying to do something else? And so we have to be careful with who we share the vision and the dream. And we can get excited as dreamers and as visionaries, but still, we got to hold this very close to us. The same way like we would protect a child, that's how we should be protecting our dream. And when we're thinking about what's the best way to do it, well, kind of here's the thing. I say it often, loose lips sink ships. So when we start telling too many people um, about what it is that we're doing, that's like uh, the, the cook's coming in and one person puts salt and then somebody else puts salt. And now we got to throw the whole thing out because we had too many cooks in the kitchen. It's very important for us to think about who should we be sharing stuff with. Understand that, like we said about the spectrum, everybody is not on the same level. The vision that you have for your dream, it wasn't a conference call. You know what it is that you need to do. And as you share it with other people, just be mindful that um, small minds can have small capacity. So it's not to say that, you know, we might think big of somebody and they're big in one area of our life. It doesn't mean that they'll be a part of the vision or have a visionary mindset to be able to say, yeah, you're going to do it. But here's on the flip side of that. We need to find the people that will. We got to find the people who speak the language that we speak, who understand um, what it is to work three or four jobs and still have to make time to make sure that this vision comes. And now listen, in this current day status of business and new businesses and SBA grants and loans and everybody is trying to get money from somewhere, sometimes we have to understand that the motive behind what it is that we're doing is just as important as moving forward. So there is a set of rules that have to be put in play. And no set of rules sometimes doesn't start with you making your first dollar. When we think about um, a glacier, or um, I can't even think, but when you think about a glacier. She can think, she just can't think. You <laughs> when, you, when you think about the glacier, you see the ice that comes out of the water. 
but you don't see all of the work and everything that is under the water. That means that there are going to be things that are outside of your line of vision that somebody had to go through in order. We're talking glaciers. Even if we talk. Hey, now, you know, you're trying to tell us that. Are you trying to tell us that? While the glacier is important and beautiful and it's also dangerous to ships that are traveling, we also need to be conscious of that ice is supporting it on the bottom that's floating, on the bottom that solid mass that is actually holding it up. Absolutely, because if you miscalculate, that ice on the bottom is what's going to kill you. So we have yeah, to be, the Titanic. We, we <laughs> have to be careful, and, and exactly that, because a miscalculation was what caused the Titanic to... The, the, the Titanic. Titanic. See, she's so tongue-tied <laughs> at the being at the beach today. She don't know what she's saying, y'all. By the way, <laughs> she was hanging out today, but that's another story for another podcast. For the Titanic... You know, that was mostly a miscalculation, a miscalculation of what the, the ship can and could endure. And it was literally a dreamer's worst nightmare to know the things that you see are not the only things that you need to be paying attention to. We got to be careful of thinking about in these safe spaces, what did it cost us to even um, have the vision for this dream? And then count the cost for what is going to cost you to birth this new baby. And so, you know, we hear a lot of times men can't birth babies. Well, when we're talking about the business and dream world, yes, they can. They're birthing babies every So day. let's circle this all back around them. Sure but we're really saying that nothing that is absolute is truly absolute because there are hiccups along the way. Absolutely. Am I picking up on it? Yeah. So when that man, that person, some of us called God and Father, one named Jesus said, the truth will set you free. He wasn't a little taken in absolute sense of true freedom. He was taken in the context, you have to be conscious and aware of what's around you, or you might not end up getting free. Absolutely. So, and, and part of that is, you know, the definition of what is truth. And so I think that's where people get hung up on is that truth is only one uh, particular thing. So we, we mistake truth with facts and, and think and understand that just as we're thinking, facts do change. So today's, the fact is, Today's date is today's date. Tomorrow's going to be a different date. That's a fact of what it is, you know, but the fact, it, it continues to grow. So tomorrow, we're in, uh, have a different version of ourselves. We're doing things differently. And the truth for today might not necessarily be the same thing that we call truth. So really, absolutes are absolute in a limited sense, but a greater vision. Yes. Okay. So that goes back to the dating. The relationships, the family relationships, the business, the magic word of I'm an entrepreneur and you're really just the person with an idea. Because an entrepreneur, as I have learned and others will support if you do your research, is an individual who will do whatever is necessary to see their dream become a reality. So when a person becomes an entrepreneur, they don't only see the glacier up top, they never forget about the ice pack at the bottom. Absolutely. They go, when you enter a relationship personally or professionally, you know that there are risks involved. You know there are dangers. It may fall apart because it's not absolutely guaranteed to go achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. Which ties into a word that Karen loves talking about using a lot called expectations, which we'll get into in part two of this series. Um, not even series. I use the word wrong, wrong word. I'm not doing a series on this one, y'all. I'm just serious on this with her. It'll take us 10 months. Ah. Just joking. Uh, she's, she's good people. Um, we'll dive into part two of this. 
which was entitled, which will be entitled, I want you to come back and catch part two of this, Relational Safe Spaces, part two, Creating and Maintaining Relationship Safe Spaces. That's going to be episode two, Creating and Maintaining Relationship Safe Spaces. So now that we've touched upon absolutes, or not absolute, but they can be absolute, but they may not be. Not twisting the words around. As Karen highlighted, the iceberg. It's still ice up top. It's still ice on the bottom. And I'm going to have to take it out and finish it out. And I'm, we'll get finish the episode out. And uh, before I do, I'm going to ask you to please support. support blah, 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 blah. I've been in the center day too, y'all. But I ain't heat stroke. It's just me being me. Blah, blah, blah. You're not going to do. been doing it for a long, two and a half years now. Uh, please support our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor FM. Please support Spotify, its parent company. But every time you support Spot Anchor by using the Anchor app, as my little infomercial talks about, uh, then you're supporting me. <laughs> I get some residuals. So we may not like talking about money, but at the end of the day, coins are better than no coins. So try out Anchor, the app, try it out. Do your own podcast episode. If you need some help doing so, leave me a message. Find me on LinkedIn. All the information is there. And I will help you grow your podcast. Like I, this one has grown. 11, 11 platforms. Two and a half years. On average, three to five countries. We hear this conversation. And to close everything out on absolutes or absolute, or not absolute, I'll leave it to Karen. That's my little infomercial spiel. Hey, y'all know what I do. But listen to me for just two and a half years. I'm just me. So take it home, Karen. So I definitely appreciate, again, the opportunity to talk about absolutes not being absolutes. And and I think, you know, we did a little bit of playing on words, but um, we've touched on so many different things um, in this episode that are really important for us not to highlight, but to take away and kind of reflect on what absolutes have you set in your life that may be um, not creating safe places, but making those safe places a cage or boundaries for yourself. And so it's great to have standards, guidelines, procedures, and processes in the business world, but we want to be careful that we don't box ourselves in with so many absolutes because what happens when we create an absolute is we create a corner, and then after so many corners, you created yourself and boxed yourself in. And we're talking about freedom in business, freedom in relationships, and just freedom in the way that we live, you know, as we're thinking about our life's purpose and the things that um, are important to us, be sure that you check your own absolutes and go back to the origin of why you believe your absolutes are absolute. Because it's not so much that you're wrong, but you just might be more wrong than right. So we want to be more right each and every day. And, And again, I appreciate the time to start this conversation and give you moments to reflect on how can you make changes in your life that will inspire others, transform people to make sure that life is better when we live it in a free state of just moving forward. Thank you, Karen. All right. Y'all have a good week, good day, whatever it is in your place in the world. You know how it goes when it comes to this podcast. Life is about more than living. Life is about more than living when you choose to see it as such. You could be now as I once was. A person who lived day to day and saw life day to day. Or your life can be truly about more than living when you choose to step over to the unknowns. 
and embrace the beauty on the other side of the fear.